Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to watch an emo person play goalie? Probably not, but if you head over to YouTube, you can watch the first three episodes of Emo Shield now. Just subscribe to Instructor Barnes Productions, and you can watch the short film of an emo goalie and his journey from outcast to champion. Don't forget to drop a like, comment, and subscribe. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Chuck and Nux Podcast. This is episode 22. I'm your host, as always, Anthony Russo. I'm joined with my co-hosts, Zachary Hahn and Matthew Barnes. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. It's been a while, as it's always. A- I feel like it's always been a while. Yeah, in between, we do. In between podcasts. Yeah, we don't do podcasts by week. We do them more by month. So <laughs> it's 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 uh, time by time. Yeah, because quality, not quantity. It's all about yeah, exactly. Whenever we have time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll start off with a little recap. We uh, posted our Minnesota vlog. It's out if you guys want to listen to it. Uh, watch it, not listen watch to it. it. Not a podcast. It's a YouTube video and on our YouTube channel. If you guys want to listen to that, it gives us our recap of our time in Minnesota. Mrs. Barnes is also with us. She was there. Yes. Uh, she'll throw on little tidbits here and there. Mrs. Barnes being Sierra. She has little Barnes She has little funny comments or like little laughs here and there when something's funny. <laughs> or yeah. like smirks when things are like stupid. She'll have to make them verbal though, because we're not gonna be able to see. Yeah. <laughs> verbal smirks. <laughs> she might be yeah, okay, you can hear that one. Okay. She's our cameraman too. She's also camera the camera. Yes. Camera woman. There's a lot of she does a lot of undercover things. There's uh there's a few videos that we've put online that you wouldn't know it, but uh, she's part of it. She is the girl behind the scenes. She did the golfing. She was a video woman for the golfing outing, chucking balls. Chucking balls, one yes. Of my favorite videos, one of my favorite videos of all time we have on there. Yes. And the outdoor hockey game. Yes, she yes. Yeah. the entire thing. Can we get a round of applause here for uh, Mrs. Sierra? Let's go. A little appreciation clap. Good. Nice. Awesome. Okay, so we'll get started with Minnesota. Yes, we went to Minnesota. Uh, thanks to... Hans Frunkel Ben. Frunkel Ben. Frunkel Ben. Frunkel Ben. <laughs> Little shout out to Ben. Thank you for that. Yes. That was amazing. We all had a good time. Oh, we also didn't point out John DeSeo was not here, our other co host. Yeah. He was also he was with us. Also with he, us. Yeah. He couldn't make it, but I've been hogging the microphone a little bit. That's okay. Much, so I'm gonna let well, you, you are the host. I know. I know. So. But I'd like to share the microphone. I don't want to be the only one talking. No, no. You go, go on, bro. Go on. So Minnesota was fun. I had a good time. It was funny. When we first got there, Ben had given us his car, and we had first met Ben. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, we'll start off right start, there. From the start. Right, right when we got off the plane, Hans Frunkel Ben just lets us take his car. He pulls up in his Porsche and, and, his then, and then pulls up in his truck. His daughter was driving the Porsche, right? Or was he driving the Porsche? I don't know which one. He was driving the truck. His daughter was driving the Porsche. Yeah. So he pulls up with the truck, and he goes, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Uh which one of you knows how to drive a truck? And me and Barnes, you know, we both know how to drive a truck. So we both look at each other. We're like, uh, uh, we do. And then well, I, I thought I was like, uh, Russo, your dad has a truck. Yes. My I'm, dad like, I'm pretty truck. sure you know how to drive this truck better than me. So just take it to be safe mm-hmm. right now. And then we pull out. I'm wearing my Corona hat that we fresh off the plane. And my, we all just fresh off the plane. Never really and now slept. we're driving <laughs> just straight to the cabin. Like. We went to his house. First, well, yeah, we went to his house, which is also, his house. but it was like this is like a thirty-second stop at his house. That was just so his daughter could go home. But yeah, it was pretty much get right into somebody else's car and drive and you could, you could two and a half hours to the cab. Very funny. And then after that, what happened after that? We Ouch. went to one of my favorite coffee places ever that we Caribou. can't find around here. 
or caribou coffee. Caribou, but you yeah. can't you can't you can't drink Starbucks. What <laughs> <laughs> was that? What was that little noise there? It's the window, but going back. You have up. to explain it. You have to explain. Yeah, it. I don't know what you're talking about. I was there. And I don't know what you, you're you were there. Oh. Okay, it was when we were in Mall of America. Oh yes, the very end. We also said Mall of America, right? We're in Mall of America. We'll skip to the end, but then go back to the beginning. We'll, 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 <laughs> okay, like a page. Uh, we're all waiting for uh, Ben. And his daughter to come up in the Corvette, <laughs> and we're waiting in the parking garage, and you guys were talking, and the daughter saw me drinking a Starbucks coffee from the mall as I was sitting in the car, uh-huh. and she was just like, she points at me, and I like roll my window down because she's like saying something, but I can't hear, her. Mm-hmm. and she's like, "You can't be drinking Starbucks here. It's only Caribou. You're in Minnesota." And I, I just look at her, just roll the window back up. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm, I'm guessing out of a comedy movie. It was so funny. <laughs> it's one of those that you had to be there. Yeah, it to was be pretty there. funny. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing Starbucks is like the rival to Caribou in Minnesota. I guess I like Dunkin'. Know. I that was the only Starbucks that I saw. We were up there. Yeah, just that. that I didn't see any other Starbucks other than that. I guess it's hard mall. to compete in, in Minnesota. There's like three of them in, in the mall. There's like yeah. three different Starbucks places in the mall. Yeah. Well, that's what they all are, I guess. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's only car- it. there's only caribou and small coffee shops. So we'll cycle back to the Mall of America, but let's go back to the beginning when we first pulled up to the cabin. Beautiful, obviously. Thank you again, Ben. Ben. Uh, ben. But let's <laughs> touch on the first night we were there. We drove around the ATVs. Oh, my God. Know, been a fun time. We drove around, you know, making a little bit we of We found a little dirt, a little dirt patch area. We were just tooling around back there doing donuts, just going... Just having, yeah. we're just having fun to be honest. Turning around, and just then fumbling. we, you, who wants this? I could, I'll tell it if you want. Yeah, you, we well, wake I mean, up the I next morning. Up the next morning, so yeah, fine, because you were the first. The one next up. morning, I got, I get up because I was gonna go work out, and I see just a truck, but I thought it was Ben's truck, and then so I was just like, I didn't really think anything of it, and then I hear a knock at the door, and then he opens the door, and, and uh and yells through the screen is just like uh this is a cop by the way yeah um, please well, I, I was gonna say that i was gonna say Sorry. i was gonna i was gonna i don't know if you're gonna leave it out i wanted to make sure <laughs> no, people I, wasn't gonna that. I was gonna i was saving it for the suspense I'm sorry. I call, I who is it interrupted your speech i'm sorry <sighs> all right um damn i really just ruined it. yeah you ruined it you fucking asshole i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm just excited this is i had a lot of fun he knocks at the door and he's like, uh, are you the homeowner? And I'm like so thrown off because he didn't even say like hello or anything. It was just like, are you the homeowner? And I look and it's a cop and I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. Um, and I just said, oh, I'll go find him. I go into Ben's room. Ben's not there. I look and I go back to him. I, I Actually, no, I go out in the back. Ben's not there. And I go back to the cop. And I'm like, he's not here, but uh, what's like, what's up? And then he said, he asked me how old I am all that stuff and he said since i'm i'm of age he said uh he, uh he just explained the whole thing asked me for my id gave him my id and then he said is there anyone else in the cabin so i had to wake up everyone in the cabin mm-hmm. and get get, <laughs> get him to come outside and he just pretty much explained to us that uh we cannot be over in that area with the atvs and then we were called it was like it was just somebody called to complain and and uh I think it was that lady that passed by. It might it have been that lady that definitely it was just such a old lady from Minnesota. If you're right. if you're listening, you're a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. 
Now, I was still in a coma because I was shoved down in, like, the bear's den. Oh, yeah. To sleep. And uh, <laughs> yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning felt like 9 o'clock in the morning, but it also felt like 11 o'clock at night. It was... Time stopped. It really... It time there. literally stopped. Dark down out. there. Yeah. But anyway... No. So, let me, me just explain the cat. Hold on. The, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm not I'm done with the story. All right. The all cop... The cop tells us that when we were driving the ATVs in that area, there's a sign that says no ATVs past this point. Yep. And we didn't see that sign at all. Yeah, we missed that. We there, completely, there, there must have been like, over there. We and we, we, we just kept driving. We drove back, back yeah. and forth. We were driving back and forth with the ATVs through that area. Like maybe six or seven times. We didn't think of anything of it. We no. just didn't think of it. You guys, because Ben took you guys there before and said, this is where you guys can drive these around. And you guys just went to the yes, but in his in his defense, Tokyo was there. Yes, so we wake up. In his defense, there were tire tracks all over the place, and it looked like people were doing it prior to us. But it was just that one fucking lady that just had to open her mouth to the police about it. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand the point of it because I guess the the whole point of that thing was was for docking for docking boats. I guess yeah, and it made that's what it was for. And with it's all torn up like that, trucks and trailers like that can get stuck which kind of makes sense yeah yeah that makes sense god but, you, it was a beautiful trail to oh tear yeah up it was a perfect trail to go through an atv with but yes. you know we didn't know we yeah. might managed to piss off the only person we saw during the time we were there that wasn't yeah. from a supermarket or yeah so i mean i guess that's a good thing in a way we didn't see more people because everyone had gotten more pissed off yeah. and then maybe never invited back to minnesota but banned from minnesota forever that was that was something when we woke woke up that morning, or I got we got woken up by Han to a cop at the front door. I was like still in a coma. Yeah. It's just day so one, like, fucking yeah. just the, or, or the state of the start of day two, just like that, waking up as a cop. The, oh, our oh, first right. thing, already getting started like that. Yeah, and then everything after that was kind of smooth sailing. I don't think there was any other. Instances. I cooked every single night. Yes, Barnes cooked every night. Yes. Uh there's also. The instructor Barnes cooking videos are up on YouTube. There's only one right now, but there will be more. They're up on uh, our YouTube channel, the Chuck and Ducks podcast. You can go listen, go watch them. They're awesome. The recipes, simple and easy. We got some chicken uh, parm was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I loved how you smothered the chicken in the sauce. I learned that from, I watched restaurants do that. That's why I did it. It was a great idea. I would like to explain some things about. Yeah, we got to talk about the sauce. About. Everything that I, that I do, the whole point of the cooking channel isn't for me to make gourmet dishes and these fancy dancy hard like they're designed to be accessible, convenient, and taste good, right? Like I'm gonna healthy. go to the store and and healthy too. I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna buy all these ingredients and I'm going to assemble it in an easy fashion, and it's gonna taste pretty close to restaurant uh, high quality stuff. That's the whole point of it. Like the point of it isn't to make it the best Italian food you've ever had in your entire life. That looks like it just came from Italy. It's going to taste pretty good, like pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be easy and convenient to make. And it was fast too. It didn't take and you fast. that long. Like it's not going to take you hours and hours and hours and all this mess and all these fancy, crazy ingredients and mm-hmm. super expensive ingredients. It's plain simple because a lot of people. Don't understand that. Like they they overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. A lot of people cooking don't understand that. It's you don't have to overcomplicate things. It's just simple and easy. Simple and easy. Just put this shit together. All you hockey moms and dads can relate. You guys do not have enough yeah. time to cook two hour, three hour meals every night. 
Things like first night I cooked. When you're lugging around kids to hockey practices. And stuff yeah, like chicken that. parm and pasta. Like that's a that's a like a hockey staple. Everybody eats chicken parm and pasta on the road. Everybody. That's all I ate when we went on the road. It, 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 team dinner. It's, it's all we had it's chicken parm too. Like it's got everything you want in it. Fuck, like it's it. Watch the video. It's easy. Yeah, watch the it's video. It's not hard, and, and it's, it's very fun. good, and it's and very it's good, delicious. Yeah, and it t- and it tastes healthy, and it's healthy. Everybody has a everybody had a problem with the sauce. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Or I bought it from a jar. One person specifically gave him a lot of shit. Vinny Salgado. Vinny Salgado. But he he, he did text me and said, hey, I'm just pulling your leg. It's only a joke. Yeah. But I understand what he's coming from. Like, why don't you make your own sauce? Why isn't it from Nona's Kitchen or Grandma's Kitchen? Um, Well, there's a few different reasons. Uh, That's not actually the point of the whole thing. Um, We are in Minnesota. We're not in New York. Okay, I'm at the mercy of what that place has. It had um, everything. It had everything. I'm also at the mercy of what the lake house had. I didn't know what the lake house had. The lake house had everything. And it had everything. Yep. So I could have done it. And it still tastes delicious. And it still tasted fine. I told you. He was, Russo was a little spe- uh, skeptical about it. He's Being like, I was Italian, Italian. Yeah, you're, was, you have a I'm good percentage alive. of Italian. You, know, you understand <laughs> the whole thing. Yep. And you were skeptical. You're like, oh, jar sauce. I don't know about that sauce. I've never had it before. Mm-hmm. Listen, man. San Marzano canned jarred sauce and swears by it four ingredients in it It like you cannot go wrong with that. just buy the regular marinara tastes like regular tomatoes you can do the same thing by putting tomatoes and all these ingredients in a blender doing it yourself but why do it you can just buy it in a jar my aunts are going to give me so much shit for talking about jarred sauce but i have to but it tastes it tastes delicious fine. it tasted fine if you do the as steps, an italian if he you cooked do, it in the in yeah. the oven with the chick, he smothered the chicken, the breaded chicken in the sauce, and it tasted delicious. This is the misconception. You can throw it in, uh, throw it in a pan just from right, right from the sauce, and you can call it a day. That is different from what I did. Mm. I made a brine. I made uh, a roux. I put the oil and the garlic in the pa- in, in the bottom of the pan. I let that sizzle up. Then I put the sauce and the tomatoes. Then I add all the seasonings like. Parsley, mm-hmm. Italian parsley, oregano, basil, uh, salt, pepper, fresh. I put it I, and I put I put real fresh basil in there. Mm-hmm. I sliced it up and put it in there and tore it in. Yep. Like, dude, so it's, it's, it's not real sauce. It's you not burn it out. Fucking around, guys. No, so man, you, talking you, about. Uh, you let that burn a little bit. Let that steam up. You guys made a joke. It looked like magma. Yeah, you burn out all the acidity. You, you burn out all the water, so it's nice and. It's nice and good. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So you make jar, you make jar sauce taste like it's from Nona's Kitchen, and it didn't wasn't really that heavy. No, uh, I thought it was going to gain a lot of weight, but I came home. I was the same, maybe a pound more, just from not. I was the same. You, yeah. and I was. I actually lost weight. <laughs> yeah, so believe that. As, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, but I also made homemade chicken soup that Han doesn't like. Han's not, not a big soup guy. Russo had about four I bowls of it. it, and Ben had like Ben that. had like. A lot, four or five bowls. Yeah, or maybe yeah, of the soup. Ben had a lot of the soup. Ben had a lot of the soup. Dude, oh, the soup, I made it. That that soup, soup filled up the entire pot. That whole big pot. I put yeah. like four things of chicken broth in there. So chicken soup. The chicken soup one will be coming soon. Uh, if you guys have any uh, re- requests, I know one of our listeners had requested that you make pierogies. I listen. I'll call I out make Chris famous pierogies. I I'm listener. Like, and I take credit for that one, I really know how to make a pierogi. Occurring yes. Yeah. So. Um, so if you guys have, we'll we'll put a uh, thing on our Instagram. If you guys want to see anything cooked, you know, sh- throw us a, a question or a comment there. I'll do we'll, a little bit of research on it. If it's something that we'll never made or I'm not familiar with, 
I'll do my research on it and I'll try my best. I'm usually good at doing new things, starting like uh, like a new cuisine or if you guys got something that's like you always loved as a child, you know, I'll, I'll do my best to make it as uh, convenient as possible to make. That's my that's that's what I try to do. So. So back to the Minnesota recap after um, Barnes. Yes, Barnes. They cook every night. It was delicious. And also, sometimes. And I made breakfast. You crushed breakfast. You uh, really did. What else? Thank you. Wait. There, we just we kind of boats. We had the boats and the jet skis. We were ripping around. Well, that the was, jet ski Russo. <laughs> yeah, it was your that thing. Was the jet ski was Russo. R- yeah, you know I Russo, did. All right, I'm not gonna. No, you know, I'm not gonna Russo ripped it up on the jet ski. He loved that thing. He loved it. Listen, everybody had their own vehicle that they kind of like specialized in. Yours was the jet ski. Yes, and I had never, I never really ridden a jet ski. Mine was the boat. The big, the big platoon, the pontoon. Now you, you dig that, thing. dude. That I love that thing. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite, and I was able to park that thing nice in the tent. John you loved with that. John, John loved the speedboat. I like the jet John ski. You, the you and John loved the speedboat. You guys were the speedboat guys. I like the jet ski more. John was ripping around in the jet ski a little bit too. <laughs> you were ripping around. We both, in... de- we both decided to go on it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, and then we and both decided off. to go on it, and I went up underneath the jet ski at one point. I, I was fell off the jet ski. I was actually and I was worried. underneath, and the engine was still running, and and yeah. then we were just not thinking anything of it. No, that was funny. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of thinking. It was just a we, lot of. What, happened? Yeah, what happened? What of... happened? Let's go through it. Let's go through it. Yeah, so we'll I'm driving it. I was turning. But I why think... did we get on the jet ski together in the first place? Dude, we no tra- reason. We were transferring me to the other boat, and then Han just started fucking. And then around. you just started going. <laughs> I just started you're like, going. You're like, let's go jump over these wakes. Let's go go right and left. And then, and then I turned cool. hard. Yeah. I turned really hard, and you were slipping off. Because all I remember, last thing I remember is uh, from that thing is just you're just going, oh, whoa, 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 and you're just pulling me, like you're trying to grab. Yeah, off I didn't me. let go. I just kept pulling you. You into just the water kept pulling me off, and I'm driving the thing, and I'm like hanging on by one arm, and the one arm that's ha- that's holding it is holding the jet ski into the turn, so I can't let go. Or else the jet ski will going in circles. <laughs> just going in circles until finally he pulled me down, and luckily I had the th- the safety thing like attached to my. Uh... Oh, Sierra's Sierra took pictures. That Sierra has pictures of camera. you guys falling off, like like the motion of you guys falling off <laughs> in like the water, step by step, and then Han getting back into the boat. It's so funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, and then luckily I had the safety thing on, or else the the jet ski would have just kept going. It would just kept going. Yours <laughs> <laughs> would have been chopped up. It would have ended up in. I would have yeah. ended up in Ben's fucking. We would, have, we would have had to find another host for this podcast. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we got to post those on the Instagram. Yeah, those are funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, what else did we do? We went to the Mall of America. That was fun. that was fun. We watched um, Stranger Things. All we watched day Stranger long. Things, and oh my god, was that a good season? Can you believe it? I cannot believe yeah, that season. It's good. That's it's just really it's good. just such a good show. Like anybody could watch it. Like younger kids. Yeah. As long as you're not scared of it. I mean, I I was a little frightened of it. And There's I'm, not a lot of like, inappropriate things in it. I mean, they have inappropriate ideas because it's it's very accurate to the '80s and things that they did. It grows with the seasons. Though. Yeah. Like, it starts it off young, and then it yeah. gets yeah. Yeah. But it's like a perfect show to watch. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Action and it's got like just keeps you in it. Even even though each episode is a fucking movie in itself, it's just yeah. And you just keep on. You spend so much time watching, you forget like what you're doing. I got sad once they finished it. Yeah, I wanted to watch more. I still want to watch more. I can't get that song. July first is coming. July first, volume two. I can't wait for it. I'm gonna listen to it. Excited. I'm watch it, not listen to it. I can't stop listening to that one song though that she uh, 
that the girl, up that hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It song. Up can't spoil it. You can't spoil it. And I hate okay, that well, song. I won't spoil it for so long. It's no, been, no, we can't spoil it for so long. We can't spoil it. If you we, haven't watched it, I've got some people that haven't know. had enough time. But um, I hate that song though. Fucking Why though? It's such a good song from that scene, bro. It's oh, just, because of the scene. It is okay. fucking weird. It it's is scary. It is kind of scary. Well, the the main villain is. I'm not gonna spoil it, but very scary. Well, you can say his name. His name is Vecna. Oh, that's part of the plot. We're not gonna talk that's about part it. of the part plot. of plot. Moving on. Next topic. You could we say went Vecna, to the Mall of America. Yeah. We went to the Mall of America. Um, we drove go karts. That was so in the mall. We drove stuffed animals. We, we Temple, drove that was even animals. funny too. <laughs> <laughs> and we hopped on. So you know, if you guys have ever seen these things at the mall, they're like the little scooter things that are made that stuffed animal made into a scooter, and you see little kids driving around. Me, Barnes, Han, and John all decided to take turns riding around the scooters. Sierra wanted no part of it. No, uh, she was good at driving. Watching. She was really just good at watching. She was recording. recording. <laughs> she was recording. <laughs> we were just driving around, and there's like maybe a five year old kid and a seven year old. And then he started following us. And then <laughs> we they made started, a scene at one point. We made we made a lot. We, we made like a like a yeah. Like, yeah. With like two, two or three children riding behind We're just us, going in a circle with them, and then I got on, and then I you decided to go try you know, to get a cinnabon from the cinnabon at the end. With the, <laughs> do you guys have drive through? Uh, then I, I wanted to go with the famous footwear. They had drive through. You know what the funniest thing was is that before we even got on those things, the lady told you and me, mm-hmm. Russo, uh, don't go past this boundary over here. Yeah, and then John and Ru- uh, John and Han. Start riding around on them, and he's going to cinnamon bun. He's going down the fucking hallway. You want to go to Foot Locker? Dude, you were going. I went, he went, he to, went, I went to the famous footwear. Yeah, he almost went in, to the shoe store. In, on a, a panda bear ride along tricycle, like motorized tricycle. But And I had the rhino for obvious reasons. Yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> El Paso guy over here. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, that was really Minnesota. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We miss a lot of things, but you know nobody really cares. You can watch it on the on the vlog. We can't list it everything. The vlog. You won't have any reason to, listen, to watch the, the vlog. So so go watch the vlog. Go it's watch main. Yeah, go watch the very, vlog. Very funny. So heading into our next segment, we got to talk about the NHL playoffs. So a lot happened since we talked about it. Last. Since the last time we talked, I think about the last it, time we did it, we recapped the second round. We recapped the second round. Uh, did we? I don't think we touched on the third round. I don't think we touched on the Eastern Conference. Oh, we did. I think we did. Did we? No, uh, actually, I don't even think we re- did. We recap the second round, or I think we only recap the first round. Look at us, we don't even know our own podcast. <laughs> we didn't even know what we talked about that. Did we talk about the Rangers beating Carolina right now? I can check. We, now. We, hold on, hold on, I, I think we did. I don't, I don't we gotta, we gotta look at look at this. Minus that's a minus. We recap the first round, we didn't minus, recap the minus, second sorry. round. Uh, but let's it's just that this we'll go right into the finals. We got Colorado and uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Rangers, so, Rangers finally learned what the Islanders have been crying yeah. about for two years in a row. Yeah, you guys finally got to see why we are so pissed at the Lightning. Well, yeah. Why we hate them so much. We hate them. No, man, I get them. it. They're why our podcast was started. This is the reason. The Tampa Bay, was... thank you. You know, I'm going to say thank you to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Because you guys started this. Right, it was because me and Rousseau wanted to vent after Game 7. Yeah. Well, you and Barnes. It was first you and Barnes. Actually, yeah, me and Barnes. I wanted to vent, and I was Barnes, on Barnes was just there. So you guys, we you guys are technically the OGs. You know what's funny? When we were first starting out, um, we did these. He asked me to do this podcast like eight o'clock in the morning. Really? Yes. Oh, it's not always a night thing. No, we did that thing like in the morning. Like I, really? just, got, I just got out of bed, and he's like, "That's interesting." It's like, oh, okay. 
We got to do the podcast. I remember when I came on, it was late. So no. is that is that when it started? The yeah. whole and I'm yeah. glad, whole late I'm night ones? glad because my brain yeah. starts up at night, not yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Bars but, is not uh, a morning person. Islanders. <laughs> yeah, but especially at the cabin. That one clip of you in the vlog, you're like, my body's banged up. My body's banged up. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock in the morning with the cops at the door. Yeah, the cops were at the door. Yeah. I wasn't and we had been, good. We had been ripping I around the I was messed up piece. because of the cabin yeah. uh, of the, the bear's den down there. Yeah, you, you didn't have any light down there. No, I was all fucked up. But getting back to the playoffs, we have Tampa and Colorado. So should we go with the picks? I mean... I'm going with Colorado and six. I guess we all we all want the Avalanche. It's pretty simple and easy. Colorado and six. Colorado and six. I just, I think here's the out. thing. We'll, we'll do this Colorado, quick. I really don't feel like talking. I want to see a game seven. Hear me out. I love the Avalanche. I love Mc, uh, McKinnon and Landis Gog and McCarr. I love all those guys. I want to see them win a cup before they don't have that magical team anymore. But I also I I don't want the Lightning getting anywhere near the Islanders dynasty. But I also, yeah, but like at the same time, I, I kind of want to see somebody win the Stanley Cup three times in a row in my lifetime. No. Something no. hasn't been like that. that since the 80s. It's possible. Awesome. Awesome. Why yeah, not? We can't, no, cool. we can't have that. Uh, and also, I want Because the, then they're and, one and, step like, closer to tying the, the, the only team that is allowed to do that is the Islanders because they the already Islanders did it. The only team that allowed to go four straight. Shut up. As a, and as a Ranger <laughs> they fan, already as, did it. Hey, as a Ranger fan, hey, hey. at least I can say hey, the Rangers lost to the uh, NHL Stanley Cup champions. They're not going to win though, because Colorado is going to win. Well, the Rangers already won the cups. So Actually, I don't know. I can't. The reason why this I can't. Happened. The Rangers already won. Yeah, that was the yeah, ongoing. After, after two games, after two games, Russo and I were just like, the Rangers already won. But it was done. We yeah, thought... after the second game, uh, the Rangers won. Han and Russo are walking around, moping around, crying. Rangers won the cup. Rangers fucking Rangers. That was the, the ongoing joke. I can't believe the Rangers won the cup. The Islanders suck. Every time they would bring up anything about how the Rangers are doing so good, we'd be like, well, I don't know why you guys are worried. The Rangers already won the cup. I wonder how we're going to do game three and four. And we're like, they already won the cup. Why is there even, yeah. why do we have to worry about this? It worked, Han, huh? no, though. They're out. Mark, Mark, Mark yep, Messi. It worked. Yeah. Our reverse jinx right worked. Now. Yeah. Mark Messi is on the ice. Mark Messi is on the ice. He's by himself, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, yeah, I. Vinny Salgado said this though during when they were down two games. He said, "Man, never, never bet against Tampa." And he's an Islander fan. He's like, "Never bet against Tampa." Watch. He put money on it. They won. They won. And he was right. So now, Vinny, I'm going with you. Tampa's winning. I want Colorado to win, but Tampa's winning. No, Colorado's mm-hmm. winning it. Colorado I, is winning I, I, it. I, the lesser of two evils, I want to see Avalanche win. Yeah. Here's I, what I think is going to happen. Because Colorado has uh, – they, they swept, right? So they've had almost way over a week of – I think Tampa wins game one because in past years and even in this year, the team that sweeps in the round prior always has a hard time finding their game and shaking off the rust in the next round. Like, we could go all the way. We could go all the way back to 2019 with the Islanders. They swept the Penguins. They go to the Hurricanes, and they they dominate the Hurricanes, but they get swept. Yeah. Right. This year, the uh, um, well, the Lightning, the, the the Lightning did it. They swept the Panthers. They and swept then the they Panthers, and then the Rangers, and then they went down two nothing to the Rangers. Right? It's like a hidden curse. And then the the Avalanche. They swept. I'm pretty sure. I know they swept the Predators. 
but I'm pretty sure they lost game one to the Blues. Pretty sure. I could be wrong. I might be wrong because uh, the Avalanche are a different animal. But they are a different animal. That's the thing, man. Never know. Uh, let me see. Let I, th- me see. I believe they uh, – I think they might have lost – yeah, I think they lost game one to the Blues. But, I'm checking, uh, I'm checking, I'm checking. They're just – they're they're gross. Like, they're if there's good, any man. other team that are – No, they won game one. They won game one. They, they won game one. Rangers, yeah. the Rangers had but, no so the Avalanche are different. But, I mean, it's just – I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. They're just – if there's any team that's going to go up against Tampa, it's it's got to be them. That's anyone that's going to give them a run for their money because – they're just tearing through these playoffs. And Tampa, Tampa will shut you down defensively, as we saw. They, they Once they found their game, the Rangers just couldn't generate anything. No. But I just I just think the Avalanche, their offense is just it's, – it's fucking good. Yeah. Like, no. they, they out – like, yeah, they, they, their issue is their defense because they have zero defense. They're, yeah, they have Kale McCarr and Devon Taves, but their offensive defensemen, they don't play defense. So – but the whole thing with them is they can outscore how many they, they give up. As we saw, they had a fuck, they won a nine to six game against the uh, or, or, or no, eight to six against uh, Oilers, right? They fucking they they just know how to score goals, they can outscore how much they give up, which is crazy. It, it's just nuts. It so is. that's what yeah. I'm that's what I'm looking forward to seeing, like how the how they do. I'm just saying, man, the Rangers looked really tired at the they looked tired at game three. Against Tampa, that's why they left up that two nothing lead. Yeah, right. Rangers look tired. They're too young. They haven't been there before. They haven't been there in a very long. They haven't been in that spot in a very very long time. I think Kreider is the only one that be there or ends advantage at. I think seen at least a Stanley Cup cha- uh, Stanley Cup final. And Reeves, and Reeves, the only ones who've seen Stanley Cup finals. The rest of the team, no, they haven't. For the most, was part. Kreider on that team? Yeah, he was. Twenty fourteen. Yep, and 2015 when they went to the semis, right, right, and uh, I just they just didn't have it, and they don't they're not the team to beat Avalanche. They're not they, they were gonna get swept. They I were, don't know about swept. I think the Rangers would have pulled some dumbass shit out of their ass because they always fucking <laughs> find ways to do that. But that's what we said about Tampa, though. That's that's didn't the, yeah, but the Rangers always used to do that shit. They pulled dumbass shit out of their ass and then they pull it off. But um. The Rangers, you know, it, this that, is, that's their whole cup run. That, that that was their whole playoff run. Not cup that run. was their whole playoff run. Dumb shit bullshit, bullshit. If you ask me, but that's another. <laughs> Maybe the Islanders can learn. The Islanders are gonna learn from shit. They the the Rangers learned from the Islanders. Yeah, not to get COVID and don't fire your head coach. That's what we have to and learn. Then lose it to, and then lose to Tampa. And then not. To, well, <laughs> you guys haven't solved that yet, so we got to find. Hopefully, Colorado will be able to t- teach us how to beat Tampa. But I think if you're a new hockey fan. And you're just getting into hockey. This Stanley Cup is probably one of the best times to start watching hockey because you it's have fun. it's fun to watch. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm. This is like gonna be the first very time. Interesting. This is the first time two of the best teams in the league are up against each other. Yeah, like legitimately. This is the first time that I will be actually like invested in this in this series in the Stanley Cup final because like in past years, like last year, even the year before, I did not give a single fuck about what happened. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably because the, the lightning eliminated the Islanders, and I was just pissed off, and I is didn't Barnes want to watch it. Right now, is this Han talking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because it sounds a lot maybe like stuff. Maybe just a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but you start to you started to get your love for hockey back. We'll talk about that in our next the next segment coming up here. I love my love for hockey. Oh god, it's coming back a little bit. It's coming back a little bit. But um, you yeah, know they have uh, Nathan McKinnon up against Steven Samkos. 
the best goalie in the world. What else? What more do you want? No, seriously, it's two of the best teams probably in the world, two best hockey teams in the world right now playing against each other for the Stanley Cup. Yep. Arguably one of the best trophies, championships to win in all sports. I wonder if Tampa would beat Team Canada. They, yes, they would. Do you think so? <laughs> yes, they would. I don't know. 100%. I don't know. Yeah, These are the questions would. we have. If Guys, what do you think? Maybe we should make that a poll. Would Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning right now beat the Team Canada? Olympic team. Which one, though? Canada? We'll do the Olympic team. The Olympic team Canada. That'll be a question for the... Why? The, uh, no, why? Why Canada? Well, aren't they the ones that won the last gold medal in hockey? Did they? I don't know. I feel like the Winter Olympics were such a long time ago. I, don't, I, I think know. they were. We I think were they were really distracted. I don't think they won. Yeah, I that was well, distracted. You? I don't. I believe they. I believe they are. Well, listeners, if you know, let us know. But um, I don't know if you can compare them to that. But I don't know. It's just an outside of the box thought. I guess I don't know. They play each other at some point. It's a hypothetical. Hypothetical. Anyway. I think the lightning. Are we getting into the interview now? Yes. Next, right, right here now, we're gonna start. We're gonna head into this episode's edition of Coach's Corner. Welcome back for another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host Anthony Russo. I'm alongside here is my co-host Matthew Barnes. How are you guys? Today we're joined by Coach Mike, Coach Mike of the Nuckchuckers. How you doing, Coach Mike? Welcome to Coach's Corner. Hey, how you doing, there, Russo and Mr. Barnes? I'm a uh, pleasure to join. Not too bad. I'm glad glad we can have you today. You know, we got the SHL season in full swing, and we have a couple questions about, you know, your background and the SHL season. Is you, obviously, as the head coach. Um, so to start it off, um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. During game one, uh, during the pregame interview, you would focus on three specific words, truculence, belligerence, and relentless pursuit of the puck. Uh, what purpose do you want these words to hold in the minds of your players? Yeah, well, you know, I look at it like um, it's a big, big part of the game that seems to be missing today. You know, this was a big part of the game in the 80s and 90s, which is the era that I played in. And, um, you know, you looked a lot uh, at a lot of the old school NHL teams, even AHL, juniors. Um, they seem to possess this type of philosophy, this type of psychology in their mindset, you know. Um, so I kind of want to make it the mantra of the team, you know, something that we can all grow on, believe in, and 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 actually rehearse while actually playing the games. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That actually kind of leads into my my question that I would have for you next. Um, mm-hmm. What? Because I, I I know a little bit about uh, about you because we had a long conversation on the bench. Yeah. Um, what made you go into the psychology field? Because you mentioned that word. Yeah, well, my goal was to become a coach and trainer at some point. So I went back to school. I actually left the work world at about, uh, oh, boy. Uh, I think I was, well, the Rangers won the Cup in 94. That's the year I graduated my two-year degree. Um, at that time, I was, what, 31 years old. So I got a degree at 33, 34 years old. I got my bachelor's from Dallin College in psychology. Um yeah, so I left the work world because I knew that this was what, what I was going to want to pursue in the future. Yeah, what, what, so what did you what did you do in the work field specifically? Um, prior to this, yes. Oh, uh, my second favorite thing in life is fixing cars, building cars, painting cars, um, tuning awesome. superchargers, programmers, all that stuff. I do all that stuff. Cool. I still do that. Yeah. 
That's really I love cool. it. Yeah. Really. So, it's my own little business, you know? It's great. I it's love good. it. It's good to have something besides hockey, you know, have a little bit of stuff here, a little stuff there. Absolutely. Uh, for my second question, uh, after the conclusion of the first game, what stood out the most to you in terms of your players' execution on the ice? Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I was, I was um, impressed with the defense, the fast transition moving to puck. All four D men were looking good to me. Um, Mirowitz is, is, is explicitly talented skater. Um, I, I also like the, ex- the speed. You know, um, Blake Rossian was was really dominant that night, as you all know. You know, he got four goals. Um, but do we have a lot of talent though? This is number thirty-eight. I don't know his name specifically. What's his name? Stevens. Stevens. Uh, Mikey. Even Stevens, yeah. So, you know, I mean, oh, um, you know, another thing I was quite impressed with was Mr. Barnes's willingness to actually plan the, pan- the penalty kill. Yes. <laughs> you know, I never heard anything like this. I was like, he's like, oh, can I get on the I'm like, you know, I was, I was just like, yeah, I found that impressive. Says something about him, you know? You know what? Like, through my, I, I played so many different levels of juniors and, and youth. Like, listen, like, I played a penalty kill. I, I've played so many different roles. Um, that was penalty kill was one of them. Yeah, you know, I, I had a good understanding of the defensive side of hockey. Yeah, sure. I mean, listen, who wouldn't want somebody that they know they can rely on in those situations? A very big part of the game, you know. Yeah, when we needed it, and we killed it. We killed that penalty off, so that we we all, we we did our job. Right, and a key right. part of the yeah, game too, coming in at the at the end of the game like that, where the, in a close oh, yeah. game, much yeah. needed penalty kill line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we did. So, uh, Barnes, you can go for the next question. Okay. Um, so, a little bit on your background. Uh, did you play any junior hockey? Yeah. Um, if, if You did. Okay, perfect. So, tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about my background as a hockey player. I mean, I grew up playing hockey when no one really knew what it was in this country. I grew up in the Bronx, uh, basically on the cornerstone of the South Bronx, uh, um, you know, so 1970s, early 1970s, um, I was playing in the Greater New York City Ice Hockey League and the Bronx Park Roller Hockey League. Now, if you know your history and you look through your history, the first American to score 500 goals was a guy named Joey Mullen. You guys heard of him? I don't think I have. Right. Have so, a little bit, little bit before our time, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to be quite fascinated. You're going to find out that the actual first American to score over 500 goals was a guy named Joey Mullen from Hell's Kitchen. Oh, oh my god <laughs> that's right and he grew up playing on quad roller skates it's a fascinating story that, wow. that's what we all did because it wasn't like you know you had that much ice to work with you know exactly but the catholic school roller hockey rivalry the greater new york city ice hockey league i played peewee bantam midget you know and then i played junior out here i played for uh the green machine now they weren't oh. really that good but i've heard of the green machine out. That was about the 80s when I played for them. And then I played in the Long Island Industrial Hockey League. I don't know if you guys remember or have ever heard of that league. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was like an upstart, kind of like minor pro type of uh, operation. It lasted about six years. We had Wayne Merrick. We had Richie Hansen on our team. Those were two former Islanders. And we had rumored was Dennis Potvin was rumored to join. But the league folded after seven years. It was an wow, that, having Dennis Podvan—that's huge, buddy. It was an incorporated league. It was great for all the kids coming out of juniors. You know, guys that played back then. It was the IHL, International Hockey League. Right, guys played like the Ferrara brothers. Oh yeah, we know the Ferrara brothers. Guys, you know. Well, I would even know that it's so cool to hear about the history of Long Island hockey. Or well, yeah, you know, that that league. We played our games at the Coliseum, so we get about uh, fifteen hundred, two thousand fans. Oh wow. Oh, cool. 
Oh yeah, it was it was great. And it's something that like I look at Long Island hockey now and I think about like how they should have an upstart like minor league system here. Something like that. UHL even, you know, whatever. You make three, four, five hundred a week. It's something to you know to shoot for, to motivate, get to try out, you know, try to make a team. I definitely and agree. How big junior hockey is out here, or not junior hockey, hockey in general is so big on the island. We only have one junior hockey team, and that's the Long Beach Sharks. Well, well, you have the Islanders, too. Yeah, the Islanders. Yes, yes I, I forget about the, I forget about PAO. What about the Tulls? They don't have a junior team? Uh, no, they don't. Just It's just the, the Sharks and uh, PAO. What about the Royals? Uh, nope, just the, all they have is youth. Yeah, they really? don't have your team anymore. They used to be EHL, so you were right. Yes. Um, they're a team anymore, though. Yeah, I coached also in the EJHL, whatever that was. It was selects team, like rec league selects, but uh, it was good, and we went undefeated and won the championship oh. in the first year. So, Coach Mike has a history of undefeated seasons. Hopefully, we could see that. Coach, in the- I think Coach Mike just have a history of winning. Yes, that's, that's good. What it is, buddy. I, that's what I demand. You know what I mean? Like, what else is there to expect? Yeah, I think I think here to lose. Mike needs to lose. Exactly. No. If you expect success, you will get success. Right. You know how it goes. Talent nope. finds talent. Huh? I said talent finds talent. Yes, I guess, you know, this has been my goal. I really appreciate the opportunity to coach this team. This is a real good opportunity for me, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm going to level three coaching with USA Hockey next now. So good. We'll see how that goes and with my bachelor's, you know. But I, I'm going to stay with this team every summer. Perfect. Awesome. We'll, we'll be around. So we'll, we'll be here every year. Yep. We're looking, like, we're looking like a strong organization. So, so I'll give you a little more history, just a little slight history on what it was like to play in that area. You want to know? We would love to know, yeah. Yeah, tell us. We used to show up in our butt ends on the concrete before games at the Coliseum. <laughs> oh, so you can so you can uh, hit guys. With, oh, my God, that's so bad. It uh, was bad, right? Tryouts were scary. It was like you came into tryouts and it was like, buddy, you're not taking my spot. And they were like, you know, cross checks and hooks and holes and, you know. Mm-hmm. It's when hockey was nasty. It was very, very nasty. Yeah. It was the true game of attrition, right? That's right. That's right. You used that word too, attrition. It is, yep. dude, you know, and it was like something that, you know, like you look at today's game. I love the game. I love the speed. I love the talent. I'll say that. But some of the calls are just a little bit ridiculously too soft. I agree. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, come on. And, and, and they got to let a little more of the man-on-man battle away from the puck, you know. Like for if the puck bounces off the boards and you're a D-man and, and the player – you know, he's approaching the blue line and, and you're the D-man covering that forward. You bounce that puck off the boards. The minute it goes by him, he can go around you. You can't touch him. Back in the day, you got slammed. You had a decision to make. Can I escape this hit, which is going to come to me on the boards, or go down the middle and get pulled up on by the by the right or the opposing D-man? So you don't have to make that decision. You know, now it's all about speed, getting around the guy and the poke check, poke check, you know, so. Let him a little bit of an elbow, a little bit of a, you know, get in there underneath because you could see the will of players. I mean, that was what it was about. Like back in the day, you'd come to tryouts, you'd see a Russian. We had a couple of Russians, right? So, you know, they were they were coming on the scene back then and we were hearing about how great, you know, how good they were. Mm-hmm. And they truly were talented, but they had that soft reputation. They had it for a good reason. I mean, we would be in tryouts and we'd say, you'd, you'd look at one of these guys, you'd be like, this guy's going to light this place up. And then when the game started, it was like, what? And then the third liner that we had was like ridiculous pursuit of the puck, you know, not as skilled or talented, but creating countless turnovers 
um, countless scoring opportunities, and he and he would never even be on the stat sheet. He might get an assist or two here or there, but he was just far more valuable than that guy who had his head down looking to get to the bench, didn't want to chase the puck, you know, at times. And there, there truly are players like that. I mean, yeah, I know. You know, if you've seen any like that, but I know I have. You know, yeah. I think we have – I think uh, what's special about our team is that we have a bunch of guys who were exactly like that on our team, the guys who work the hardest, mm-hmm. right? Yes. We have skill. We, Of course we have skill. But, I mean, our entire team back-checked. That was, that's what I saw the most out of what our team did, oh, why it made a difference. We mm-hmm. back-checked every single time, mm-hmm. every single time. And that's unheard of in men's league, in, in this league that we do. But, I mean, we – The little things. It's crazy. The little, the little things made up for big things, and that's why we did what we were able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, it, it was a great win, but my thing was um, – well, I'm learning about the players and what's going on and what type of players we have, you know, and I have not seen one sluggo yet. You know, I know what a sluggo looks like, you know, and if I do me see one, they'll know about it. Yeah, no, Liz, that's, that's why we need you is uh, so you can get guys mm-hmm. know what they're doing. So oh, no, yeah. there's a psychological aspect. You, do you know that Herb Brooks had a bachelor's degree in psychology? I didn't know that, but I was not aware of that either. No. Yeah, yeah. Herb Brooks had a bachelor's degree in psychology, sports psychology, which is what I have an emphasis on sports psychology. It's very interesting. I think it definitely so, is. Yeah, psychology, psychology definitely. Do you know that? I mean, I'm sure you guys know this that he cut a lot of what back in Minnesota at the time, guys that were playing Minnesota Duluth, guys that were expected to make the team, didn't make the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted you know? to uh, he wanted to create a different identity, right? Not just full superstars. Because of the whole, uh, when the Soviets played the, the NHL All Star team, they had beaten them, and he didn't want he didn't want a team full of All Stars. He wanted just uh, guys mm-hmm. that were you know guys that were willing to do what it takes to win, and that's exactly yeah. what he got. And to this day, one of the greatest be told seven greatest feats mm-hmm. in, in sports, right? Yeah, yeah. that's got to be up there. It's up there. It's ranking in one, two, three. You yeah, know, something like that. And, I think um, that's where the uh, I think that's where the old old school American style hockey came from. Yes, I really think I think he was the founding right. father of where gritty real American hockey came from. Right, right. So no, American means North American, and of course, you know that we adopted that style from the Canadians. Yes, I mean you got to give them the credit. You know, one thing I can't stand is when you see these U.S. guys. You know, don't ever you know you out your mind. You know, that is so the Western, that's my theory. The Western, if you look at all the major tournaments that have been out there, you look at the 72 Summit Series, the 76 Series with the Russians against NHL players, the 1980 Olympics, World Juniors. I mean, every time you look at major, some of the, you know, biggest competitions that were out there, the North American style prevailed over what appeared to be what was claimed to be better skill and talent because will and skill beat skill alone. That's right. And that's what you saw when you saw a bunch of college American kids. I mean, that was a college American kids playing against a professional Russian team that just knocked off a bunch of NHL teams and 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 was constant was always practicing the Russian types of techniques on all all fights training. It was an, an incredible, but it goes to show you, which is yeah. what we're going to do. That's yeah. what we're yes. going to do this year. I don't care about whiskey beaks. I don't care about anybody. Anybody can be beat. They're going to be beat. That's right. You're going to believe you can beat them, and then you're going to beat them. And you're going to have memories. And this is a this is a perfect segue into the next question here. Um, 
coming into game one, it was made apparent that the Nukchuckers were uh, we were heavily outmatched versus the reigning champs, the Rebels, um, having us coming in ranked ninth out of 10, uh, 10 teams in the league and them being ranked first. Uh, what would you say the key was to the success on Sunday versus the Rebels? I think that I think that uh, the team bought into the concept. You know, I was talking about attrition. I spoke the words. I spoke all sorts of adjectives. I, you know, I think that 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 the team was psyched up, and they, you know, they they were playing for more than just, uh, you know, they were playing more than just an A division summer game. You know, at, mm. they they recognized that this was an opportunity for them to grow because that's what this is this is really all about. You know, you got guys right now. I know guys right now that have talent. They're really not competing. I don't know what they're doing. Like they don't work that hard. They're yeah. not going to make it that far. I don't care how much talent you got. Cause it's just not going to take you that far. It's not, I see it. I can name names of certain people and I'm not going to, but I'm flabbergasted to be honest, you know? So, um, yeah, that grid factor. Definitely yeah. There. We touched on it last week with uh, DJ coach, DJ Graham from uh, tech. <laughs> He mentioned that grit was a very big factor that's missing in today's uh, kids and in the game. So yeah, we- I, actually, I asked. I, I since we've had coaches' corner, it's really been a really good opportunity to understand what coaches' goals are for kids, and you know mm-hmm. how they're going to be able to shape the future of hockey. So, yeah. I mean, this kind of leads into a question I'll ask: Is you know you're a tutor, so as a tutor for young kids growing up in hockey. What are things you would focus on teaching them so they can be successful, not as only a player, but as a person? Okay, that's a great question. And I'll say it's, it's really comes out to be quite simple. Believe in yourself. That's it. Always in yourself and your ability to master skills, to master adversity, whatever it might be. Always believe in yourself. Trust me, if I told you my story about the things I've overcome with <laughs> It's incredible. You yeah. know, I actually walked off like my deathbed about four wow. years ago, five years ago. Like you're, you're looking at someone who was really nearly killed uh, by medicine, an allergic reaction, actually had anaphylactic shock. I lost everything, my cars, my place, my home, I mean, everything. And But I've been through even worse. I mean, not so much worse medically, but so many other types of adverse situations. And I can tell you, that it's the game of hockey that kept that that sustained me. It's it's what I learned, what was inside my DNA, what 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 became incorporated into me, that taught me to fight when uh, probably others would have just quit. That's right. I love it. That's amazing. Awesome. Oh yeah, it's it's truly amazing what what I've done. I mean, I'm playing ice hockey now four times a week. I was in great shape then, but uh, just a mistake. Not like anybody was trying to kill me or anything, but it, mm-hmm. it really nearly cost me my life. My wow. my. But like it was incredible what had happened. So I'm just so grateful now. I love it. That's awesome. Very inspirational. So, so, so the big yeah. thing, yeah, you have to believe in yourself. And one thing that I find troubling about coaches or mentors in this game or um, which won't happen in my locker room or any locker room I'm in is uh, you see a lot of kids putting down other kids or, you know, um, there, there, there should be no such thing. Uh, you know, I, I find it like that. That didn't happen in our day. There was no such thing as bullying, talking down to other players, putting, you know, um, other players. I mean, I know up in Canada there was, but from what I remember growing up, I, I don't recall much of it. Um, you know, you got to you got to look at each player as everybody's got certain skill set or a certain um, 
uh, and, and it's true, a certain skill set that they bring to the table. And um, like you take a look at John Tonelli back in the day. I mean, the guy was known for going back behind the boards and 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 and, and digging pucks out of corners, unlike any other. Was he the top, you know, leading goal scorer? No, but he was. He's like etched in your memory, Mark Messier, these great players of the past, Peter Forsberg, Yami Yeager. You know, you can go uh, Scott Stevens, Bob Probert, relentless, dog on bone type mentalities, and that's what you that's what you want in your life. You you want to be able to carry this into your life with this kind of mindset because it will help you to overcome tremendous amount of ob uh, obstacles, any obstacles that can come your way. I, I People that. notice it. People definitely notice. And that makes for a very entertaining. Hmm? That makes for very entertaining hockey to watch. It is. I think it's way more entertaining. It's it's sad what you guys. I I, I do feel a bit of sadness about what's happened to the game, and, and I'll tell you, I know why it happened. Uh, I'm a student of the game, and uh, it it all started with uh, rule enforcement and no obstruction penalties. You know, people think it's goonery. You know, the goonery, the goonery. Oh, you know, the fighting was so bad. They had to stop that. Well, they really stopped the fighting. Fighting's still actually allowed. You get penalties for that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Just doesn't occur as much. The reason you saw so much belligerence and fighting back in the day is because everything was man on man, no two line pass, cross checking. You know, they let a lot go. There was hooking, holding, grabbing. It was a real game of attrition. I mean, you look at players today like Patrick Kane, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Yeah, you're talented, but buddy, I don't know what you can overcome. How great are you? Like, exactly. what kind of belligerence can you overcome? Mm. Well, I've seen videos of Peter Forsberg getting deck nailed, you know. Um, held, hooked, holding, and grabbed, and still scoring. Yeah, and those make for the best stories. Phenomenal feat. It's a phenomenal. It takes an incredible amount of skill to hold somebody off, put the arm down, get the stick off you, while another one's going. In. Do you know how I knew I played a hard game? Yeah. And do you know who I actually asked this question of? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Benoit Hogg, who won the Stanley Cup with Dallas, working up, really up, really up, up at Deep Hills. Mm hmm. You guys know him well, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. So I, I kind of know him well. So I said to him one day, I go, oh, Benny, I want to ask you a question. I said, I'll bet you you can recall a time that you used to be able to come off the ice and count the amount of red, large red stripes across your chest. Yeah. So if you had, and he said, yes, I know exactly. What you, I said, I'll bet you they don't have those today. Yeah. You don't got guys coming off the ice with those stripes across their chest. You got an Easton logo dentist back of your, your oh, back. They were from books. Mm -hmm. We have an old joke too. We used to pull wood chips from our forehead from the cross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Back when know. the sticks weighed a thousand pounds. Oh my God, they did, man. But you know, when you were young, they were light enough. You know, the Montreal yeah. was light. That was mine, and I mm -hmm. could get a blast off with it. But you, I'll tell you, that's another thing. There is something to be said because I've gone through both eras with the leather skates and going from leather and wood to composite and composite skates. I can tell you, the minute I put on composite skates after I got out of my leather grafts, my skating was uh, much better, much more stable. Oh, yeah. Fast. Yeah, it was about 15%. Technology, the technology really made a difference. Huh? I said the technology really did make a difference. Oh, it certainly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to put the grass back on. Like, no. I didn't even have them on for like, I went on the ice for 10 minutes, or not even five minutes, and put them right back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Technology. And I know from, yeah. I know from engineering that the reason that the composite type skates, the stiffer type skates give you more energy power, uh, energy and more speed is because of the, well, also the longer radius blades.
these guys now, all you guys profile your blades, you know, specific mm-hmm. yep. radiuses, point put into them. We, 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 ours are like bananas, you know, like you just came into the guy and you just like, you, you know, you let them go till they wore down to nothing. Yeah. So, um, but, um, a part of the reason parasitic loss in engineering, they call it parasitic loss. You look at race cars, right? They build race cars with stiffer suspensions, you know, polyurethane bushings, um, control arms, et cetera, et cetera. They're designed that way. Sports cars, BMWs, et cetera so that they, they're firmer and stiffer and they can take the higher level of g- uh, gravity and G-forces. You know, they can transfer energy better. You stiffen up a car and just, you just change the suspension on a car, you, you'll make that car about 15 to 20% faster with right. the same horsepower, not even changing anything about the engine. You just change the bushings in the rear transfer case, the, throughout the, you know, the shocks and, and, and the sway bar bushings, all that stuff. And what happens is, Instead of the parasitic loss now, when a parasitic loss occurs with a spongy, like rubbery type bushings, you know, when you go to accelerate the car, it, it sags. So, and it loses that energy through the drivetrain by sagging. When you stiffen it up, now you propel the car, boom, it just takes off. It catapults itself straight across like a little rocket, you know? Mm-hmm. So and that's I, the same thing behind yeah. why you see. Right but the there's one thing that was lost in these new skates, you know? articulation mm-hmm. a little bit of articulation with the longer blade you know that's why if you look yeah. at late 90s hockeys and you take a good look you're amazed at the thing that the whirling during you know paul career that guy skated like a magician mm-hmm. i mean he was a beautiful skater you know so it's a trade-off yeah, so interesting barnes uh we're getting to the end here barnes you have uh if you have any more questions i'll let you go before i ask my final question I have one more question that isn't, I guess it is kind of hockey related. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, Coach Mike, what is your secret to staying strong, healthy, and still phenomenal at hockey? Because I've seen a lot of videos in your Instagram and you are like, you're probably better than me. <laughs> like yeah. the wind. Like, no, seriously, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I'm nearly six years old, right? And I skated four times this week and I'm doing the off ice. Uh, yeah, so that's a real good question for you, right? So, doing the off-ice training with Dimitri at times and I uh, did it like three times this week so far. I did a little bit more today. Um, yeah, so what is it? It's a combination of things. It's really a combination of things. It's a change in my diet. That's number one. I mean, I um, don't eat a lot of saturated fats. I don't eat a lot of trans fats. I watch what I'm eating. Um, it's about getting a, a lot of rest. I think I have natural and energetic DNA. I mean, I'm a lot like you, Barnes, because I could tell when I was watching you skate, I knew right away you had that natural energy, you know. Some people seem to have natural energy. You look at a guy like Ovechkin. Why is he racing around like he was in the early years of his career, unlike anyone else, you know? Yeah, Yeah, that's right, because he just has this natural, innate energy. You know that not everybody has, and then then with the couple with the love of hockey that he has, um, he would demand it of himself and just execute execute everything he had all, all out there on the ice in, in one shot. Like right. so, he you know it's phenomenal. Not everyone has that energy, but diet's a big thing. Um, I make a little drink um, with um, seven organic juices. I put lemons, raw lemons in it. I put raw honey in it. Um, I put. Um, What's the other one? Apple cider vinegar. Um, this is all really good for your cardiovascular system. 
it yes, keeps it a lot of that crap out. You know, you're young right now, but this stuff will creep up on you. I was, I, I nearly died. You know, I have a stint in my chest from, I do have a stint and that's, what's incredible too. I have a stint because I, I nearly died of a heart attack about oh, wow. two, two years ago, mm-hmm. all from complications from what had happened to me. Um, so what happened was when I got ill, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Why am I so tired? Why am I so weak? And what I found out was the anaphylactic shock caused a certain part of one of my veins to like kind of collapse. And then it was collecting the cholesterol. See, that's how cholesterol works. The artery becomes clogged. Then it, then it forms a blood clot and then you go. And it happens right. to a lot of people in their fifties. So what happened was, um, I was playing hockey and I noticed a pain in my back and I was very fatigued. And I knew because I had presence of mind, my friend had had a heart attack and he said um, he had numbness in his jaw. So I went down anyway and I had to take the iodine again and they wanted to check me out. Long story short, I went through the whole thing. They found it. The doctor was the top doctor at the hospital. I know that because all the other doctors were looking for him to come in and help them. So I was like, this is great. I got the best here. He did. Um, he put uh, uh, I, he either put one or two. I don't know if he put two. I know he put the one. And um, he said to me, after I checked all your veins, your hearts, everything, your lungs, everything's fine. He said, this was um, your only problem. He said, change your diet, lower your cholesterol. He said, uh, people live another 40 years with, with this. Yeah. So I'm like, great. And that's that's kind of what motivates me to keep going. Well, and yeah. it is amazing, though, that I can get up and go. I mean, like, sometimes I go right past these kids. I'm like, yeah, the no, seriously, like, that's why I wanted to know your secret, because, like, you are about, I know people that are 60 years old, and they, they don't fucking go on the ice. No fucking way, man. They don't, yeah. do, they don't do. They don't walk around and and the better state you do, and it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it is phenomenal, man. I can. I don't know what it is myself. I think that my conditioning is just getting better and better. I do more conditioning. I do off ice workouts too. I do the weightlifting. I do the jumps. Yeah, you know? no, I really do think it, I really do because you just mentioned your nutrition, um, and I'm doing myself. I, I'm doing nutrition and personal training. I'm becoming uh, licensed to do all that stuff. Oh, nice. And, like literally like nutrition is one of the most important things that I focus on because nutrition and food is life. So if you you put things into your body that you need. I mean, I've done the test. I've done the test. I mean, you've probably done it yourself. I don't know, but (laughs) there's no doubt. Like I've tried it. Okay. You're going about your day. You're busy, whatever. So I went and I got the Whopper with cheese and the fries and the Coke and I don't even drink Coke. I don't drink any of that crap. Um, I drink basically water. Um, that mixed drink I was talking about. Oh, green tea I make too with raw green honey. Green tea is best for your brain. All every day. Yeah. I take zinc to make sure to keep all flus and stuff like that. Um, multivitamin every day. Um, what else over there? I also do breathing exercises. Which Box I'm going to show you something. That, yeah, this, this I found out. This I found out is very helpful. And I never knew. You know? Do you know that beets give you more energy too? Yes, I do. Beets yeah. are very, beets are another superfood. Yeah, beets are heart healthy. This is a. This clears mucus, <clears throat> but what it really does is expands. It expands the lung tissue and the lung capacity. Athletes are now using these. Athletes are now using these. These are a product for people with like COPD lung diseases these were originally used for now now they're finding athletes are finding out that doing this five minutes a day increases your lung capacity and helps keep the alibi in your lungs alive and expands the tissue 
Interesting. Also breathing exercise. It's very interesting. Yeah, I can hold my breath for two and a half minutes. That's wow. too impressive. It's very interesting. Yeah. So you take a big breath, and then you hold it, and then you purse your lips. Now, I'm only doing a short right now, but I can do big, big, long ones, whatever. You do that, and that also increases your lung capacity. But um, there's one, oh, it gets rid of carbon dioxide in your lungs, which you naturally breathe in just from the environment. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of things. I'll be doing push ups after this. I'll be doing some squats. Awesome. Now, Perfect. the other thing is, I don't do so much weight, though. I do repetitions. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. No, I know what you're talking about. So much weight that you kill your legs and then you can't skate tonight. And I'll start yeah. goalie. So, yeah. <laughs> you ready to go tonight, buddy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not going to be hitting legs tonight. A lot of going to be no, eating. Right pasta and taking a lot of rest so but yeah that's amazing uh, what you could do at such a at, at the age of 60 because hockey is such a, a hard sport in and of itself and to be able to do it at your age is amazing it really is amazing i'm amazed I, all i keep hearing other people say is the same thing to me and i'm just like why are you so surprised yeah what's you surprised about mm -hmm. it's you just know a one other part about it is really it's how I believe in myself. I'm not getting mm. old. I don't plan on dying old. I mean, I know I'll die one day, but my mindset isn't, you know, people have said, oh, old man. And I'll say, old who? Mm. Old is when you're old. You yep. got 30 year olds that are old, 30 year olds mm. that have died already, that have lost hope. And that's sad. You know, you don't want to see that, but they've lost hope in their lives, whatever it might be. They struggle with things, they're depressed, et cetera. It's a mindset. It is. It I'll really be old is. when I'm in my 90s. That's when you can call me old. Try calling me old now. You're going to have to step on the rink and I have to break your face. Chuck some nuts. Yep. 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 So for our final question here, we have a question for the fans. Uh, what can you expect from a, a Nuck Chuckers game uh, in, the, in the coming future as a fan? Well, what can you expect? I mean, you can expect um, you can expect to never be disappointed. Yep. You can expect to see a team that's going to be relentless, that's always going to bring full energy to the game, and that's going to demand the best of itself. You know, because uh, we're looking to die with memories, not dreams. How so would you uh, how would you how would you explain the atmosphere of the last game? Oh, it was exciting! Very exciting! I was excited to be a part of it. I I, I am I, I was very excited. It was exciting. I think the fans and everybody involved, I mean, even some of the whiskey deeks were like saying congratulations to me and all that. So like, yeah. it was freaking flattering, really. It's it really cool. We did. We made, uh, we made a really cool atmosphere for this whole thing. Yeah. And it's only going to get better because, you know, the season has just started. There's a game tonight. Like we said, we're recording this on a Thursday. The game, uh, this probably won't be out till next week, but it'll have come and gone. But, you know, the atmosphere is just going to continue to get better. We're adding to it every night. So. So, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for that's joining us. Uh, and that's all. Thank you. Okay. This has been Coach's Corner with Coach Mike. Okay, guys, let's go, and I'll see you tonight. Yep. Thanks see again, you. guys, for having me. Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening. That has been Coach's Corner. Yeah, so we're going to jump – relating to that interview, we're going to jump right into our SHL season. Oh, man. That we're oh, – yeah. So we're starting off on full tilt. Last game was insane. Uh, the antics we have, 
if you want to see summer hockey in the rawest form with all the antics of without any we don't have any <laughs> without with all the antics of um playoff hockey atmosphere come watch the knockchuckers because it's just amazing what we're doing over there. Oh, dude, we, the first game was fucking sick for a men's league. For a men's league, men's league. We had like how much? How many people do you think we had? We, there was like at the, least seventy-five people there. I think it was close to hundred. Gotta say, yeah, it was, close to it was nuts. For our first game, something. we didn't really do much marketing for it. No. We just told you know, we told the people about it, and they wanted to see it. So, I gotta say something. If you're they in were the rowdy, they were loud. Every goal, if you if you go. Follow first of all, follow our Instagram page. Follow Instagram. Full recap of the Nutchuckers. By the way, we have the most league. By the way, we're at a hundred. I think. Let me check real quick. I think we're at a hundred. The sixty-nine followers from a few weeks ago. That was amazing. (laughs) Anyway, I do want to say something quick. We're at a hundred followers officially. We wow, that's awesome. We brought the atmosphere and intensity and the the feeling. That you have playing like a real competitive junior hockey game or like a college or like a, any competitive game prep that school that it brought me back to being attacked the atmosphere Dude, it, and it was it men's back. league it was fucking we men's brought, league the quotes are men's league. and it was a good competitive game it was back it was a very game. good game it was back two nothing in the beginning and then we came back to tie it two two and then they went up three two and then we tied it to make it three three and then I believe they scored to make it four. Nope, we went up for it. We three. went they up. Tied it, and then we just took it away from there. And then we took it away. But then they, at the end, even at the end, it was a nail biter because they got two power plays right at the end. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where they got one goal and then they scored two they got, power play goals. They got the they got two power play goals? Yep. I was in net. I don't remember. <laughs> Look at this. I was <laughs> two power play I goals. Could, uh, one power. Um, but yeah, that was an amazing atmosphere. And okay. they were they are the reigning champs in the league. They won the league last year. We they had a bunch of D1 guys on their team. We were slated high level junior players. Yeah, let the people know. We were ranked by the stupid guys who run this league that don't really know what the hell they're talking about. I think they know okay. a little bit. They know a little bit. No. We gotta give them some credit. No, they don't know. They put together about. the league, so they have to know something. They know they <laughs> no, they know nothing. Anyway, know nothing. anyway, okay. they know a little bit. We're ranked number nine got in guys. the league out of ten. Number nine out of ten. Nine and this ten. team, the Rebels, they were ranked the reigning one. champs. Were of, they, ranked one? they were ranked one. They were ranked number one. Okay, and we upset. And we, at one point, we were beating them by like four goals. Until we were we, up seven to four. We we're up seven, seven to four. Okay, we ended up winning what eight eight to six. Eight to seven. Eight to seven. Yeah. Eight to seven. I don't think that's uh very accurate. Well, that's the whole. That's the beauty of this league. If you want to come watch, yeah. because. Any team could beat any team. The game a after us, full of NHL draft picks and high-level D1 commits, lost to a team full of nobodies, full of club hockey players and guys. I believe some guys that played roller hockey. Yeah. Guys? Shout out to the listeners. I know you. I know you list some of you listeners from that team. Listen. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Good fucking job. You guys. Are good awesome. job, guys. But well, I mean, by by the end of the day, it, it's men's league, so. There's, uh, yeah, but you know this is this but it is, doesn't feel like it's it. not men's league though. It doesn't it's, feel it's, like it. It's an up and more, most up and coming men's league. Most up and coming summer hockey league. is what it's glorified. It's like it's like secretly competitive. It's like who got better? Who's the best? Who 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 after all of these years of playing together and having silent competitions with each other and who wants to make it and who can't make it and all this other crap. All it all comes down to right here. It all comes out. It all it all came. A bunch down. of guys have been playing with each other for 
years on end. We lost each other, and all of a sudden it came right back, and here we are, and here it is. It's all the glory of an NHL game without any of the constraints of all the, the politics. Long Island, it's the Long Island Hockey NHL. It's the Long Island Hockey. If you're in the Long Island area, you you got to be there for the next Chuck Chuckers game. Yeah. We have a coach. We have interviews. We, we have, have like coaches. We have, we have the son. We have the son of NHL All Star and Stanley Cup champion Alexei Kovalev as our coach. Yep. Yeah. We, we have, have fucking. We have Ryan Charvat as our coach. <laughs> That's all we need to say. We've got Charvat. We got Ryan Charvat. You guys, other leagues, you don't have Charvat. Nah. But we also we have, have Dirty Mike. So. We're gonna try to sell we some also, merchandise. We have a Dirty Mike. We have a Dirty Mike. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. Expect a, a gorilla in a Nutchuckers uh, costume. We might have a mascot. We have some cool things coming up here. We're thinking about rally a mascot. Towels. Rally towels. Rally towels. Rally towels. We do. We got tailgates. Nuts flag banner. Behind our bench, mm-hmm. that was that was cool. That was cool. Wasn't that cool? We really do do this up. We really, we, we really just mm, we assert our dominance. And right the locker room atmosphere, because like a men's league team, like you just go in the locker room, everybody's so limp dick. Like, hey, what's up? Like, they don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. We walk in a locker room, everyone just was like, yeah, like was we're, like, we're all yeah, fired it's up. Like we were, it was like we're I playing a like junior. I was game. Back it was like we're getting ready for the championship game, and it was game one of a men's. It's league. only going to get better because we got nine more games, and every game we're gonna. Keep adding to the atmosphere and, and we just beat the number so. one C team. So, so now we're we're flying high. Yeah. Even if we lose, we're still having this atmosphere because it's just it's fun to play and it's fun to be a part yeah. of. Um, but, so that that is the SHL. So stay tuned. But I mean the, the whole road. I'm sorry, the whole road, like it was a long ass road to get this going. Oh yeah, we started this we started this we, wet. This this idea because I play I played in this league last year with another team and we went 0 and nine. But I had so much fun playing on it, and I didn't know a single person on my team. I had so much fun playing on that thing, on that team. I wanted to start my own team, mm-hmm. and we can't. Like, this was August of last year, so we're already pretty deep in the podcast. So I knew, like we had Chuck and Nux going, and we came up with the name instantly. Knock Chuckers. Right. Oh no! At first, it was going to be called the Perfect. Emo Shields. We were yeah. going. Gonna- it's we were going to be called the Emo Shields at first because of the movies. That, <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> I like Nutchuckers better. Oh, yeah. Nutchuckers are funny. But, like, we came up with our team. Oh, we had, like, a... Gorgeous. Gorgeous jerseys. Good job, Han. Thank you. Thank you. We had, like, a whole roster uh, of guys already, and it was fucking September. And this this league doesn't start. This league just started June, and so uh, almost a year in advance. And we had guys come and go, and you know we had some really good players on our roster at first. And they said, you know, this is fucking stupid. We don't want to play with them, so they left. And and then we just came up. We formed our team literally two months ago is when we finalized our roster and here we are. It was, it was, it was pretty cool for me being the founder of this team to like see in game one, like this all come together and like everyone being the, like, just going out for, for warmups and seeing everyone in their jerseys and just like, we're about to play our first game. It was, it was kind of sick. Yeah, man. So. It was cool. Yeah. It was really, it was just a cool atmosphere. And yeah, like you said, like, you no, know, being a part of it, watching you, you know, watching you make the jerseys and watching you put together the team, and now seeing it come to fruition. Yeah. And also proving all those fucks wrong that told us that we weren't going to win a single game. Yeah, we get, when we got there for media day, they were all telling us that we weren't going to win 
won a single game. You're going to get a rude awakening. A rude awakening, not only to any team, but the reigning champs nonetheless. So it's, 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 if, if you want to watch some quality hockey and have a good ass time. I'd say it's, it's a little dirty. But it's it's a little, dirty Mike hockey. It's a little unclean. It's dirty Mike hockey. It's prison rules hockey. It's so. prison, as, as Mike said. What were the two words that Mike used in the- Belligerent and attrition. Attrition are our two favorite words now, thanks to Dirty Mike. Yep. Belligerent. And truculence. And truculence. Don't forget about truculence. I don't know what that is. Truculence. <laughs> But that's the SHL for you. So if you want to watch some summer hockey, you know, come down to the to the Superior Ice Rink. At, when's our next game, Han? What time? Thursday, June sixteenth. So this podcast probably will not be out. You probably won't probably be out. already played. Uh, at nine. When's the one after that? The one after that is June twenty sixth at ten p.m. And that is the game of the week. And they're all at Superior. So if you live close or have a car. Uh, or you know, time with the gas prices. So if you want to take a bus, you know, whatever, you, whatever you need to get, you know, whatever you plane, need. Plane, fuck it, it's worth it. A plane, a helicopter, <laughs> a bicycle, whatever you need to get to the Superior Ice Palace. Get there for our games because they're going to be just spawn in, spawn in, just spawn in. We're a little quick spawn, like Ben. Sometimes at the lake, and we like we turn around and he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's taking his flamethrower and, and doing flame some gardening. <laughs> Cleaning the gardening with the flamethrower. Instead of weeding, he, he likes to take <laughs> flamethrower and burn some shit. Absolutely funniest, funniest time I've had in a lake. Yeah, man. But yeah, so we'll head into uh, Hattrick Trivia. Yep, and then we'll wrap things up. All right, so Hattrick Trivia, this is centered around the Stanley Cup final. Perfect. So let's get into it. You guys know the rules by now. Question one. Uh, right. Would we like Sierra to play and uh, turn up John because he's not here? She could if she wants. Okay, Sierra's gonna play. Yeah. Sierra's gonna play. Okay, she has to Perfect. speak up though because I can barely hear. <laughs> Question one. Okay. How many Stanley Cup final appearances have the Lightning been to? Is it A five, B four, C three, or D six? Wait, I have to count. No. Okay, they won the Stanley Cup years ago before John before John Torella joined the Rangers um and then they went again. are you including are you including this year yes. maybe 2015 okay I have my answer I got five right now I have five as well look at that so let's just go with five because that's how many I've counted five, is it five across the board <laughs> I'm going five too okay, five across the board five, five across yeah. the board baby. the answer is five <laughs> Question yep. two. <laughs> Against each other. Question two. How many cup finals have the Avalanche been to? Is it Ooh, A, four, B, three, C, two, D, one? I'm going to put three. Uh, how many? That's Stanley- just a random number. I'm going to say three. What let's see play? how many Stanley Cups do they have. They I don't think they, they, they have any. No, they have a couple. Do they? I think they have. I think they might have two. I want to say they have two. I'm going to say, what were the choices again? Four, three, two, one. I'm going to say three. It's right in the middle. I think Barnes is right, but I don't want to give the same answer because then we're both going to get it right. So I'm going to go with four this time. What do you say? I want to go with three, two. Three? Okay. Three and two, she says. No, just three. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is three. 
Right. So it goes another week without the hat trick. I got it last week, though. I did get it last week. There's a possibility week. I could win. that both of us or you can have your big damn stupid face on the Instagram for this winning hat trick. This is such a cute couple moment right here. <laughs> she could be, she could be on the stupid Instagram with her big stupid face on it. The day after the anniversary. Congratulations, anniversary by the way. Oh yeah, that was yesterday. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Yes, congrats. Congrats. And happy, happy belated birthday, my dad. Sorry, I had to add that. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Russo. Yesterday. It was yesterday, too. Yeah. Wow. It's like you guys knew. <laughs> Question three. The Lightning now have won 11 consecutive playoff series. Wow. Who has the most in NHL history? Is it the Oilers, the Canadians, the Islanders, or the Lightning? Canadians won 26 Stanley Cups. I have my answer. <laughs> I have my answer. I'm only saying that's all I'm saying. I have my but answer. do you do you think it's Canadians? I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, can't I think tell you, you know it's a Canadian. I think you know it's a Canadians. Maybe I do. Because or maybe I don't. They won 26 Stanley Cup Finals. Or maybe I don't. Consecutive though. Think about that. They won it like 15 times I'm in not a row. You any, I said I had my answer. You have your answer. Look, I think I I'm gonna go with the Canadians. You can't so look you it up. Put the different. phone down. I'm not putting. I'm not I'm looking at the phone. Look, look, look. It's my home screen, you idiot. It's not Slipknot. No, it's death. Different band. All right, I have my answer. Do you have your answer? Yeah. What is it? Okay, we'll be both with the same answer. They're, they're with a pact. Okay. Did you pick the Canadians? I picked the Islanders. The answer is the Islanders. One, it was a Han question. <laughs> the Islanders have won four straight seven. Okay, bonus question since it's tied now. How? Oh, oh, now we're, oh, look at this, me up against how, the, but, the couple. Okay, but Now how? I feel bad winning this. How can you compete? You won four Stanley Cups, and then, the, I always go to Canadians, because you can't go wrong with it. They have 26 Stanley Cup wins. But now, just think the Islanders have four in a row. They have four in a row, they, and they went to a think fifth, they haven't, they went to a fifth consecutive final. Yes. So, how many, <laughs> here's, the here's the bonus question, here's the bonus question. Here's the bonus question. Okay. How many consecutive wins was it? How 20, many? 19, 20, 19, <laughs> 18, or 17? Say it again. Sorry, I was being an idiot. 20, 19, 17, or 18. What was the question? <laughs> How many wins? Does who have? The Islanders. The, the Islanders. The consecutive playoff wins. How many was it? I'm going to put 19. Well, just isn't that just simple math? You just have to do... You should put a different answer. If they were... Yeah. Or 20. I think it was 20. I'm going 20. I'm gonna put 19. I'll say 18. The answer is 19. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that last. Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh. Oh. I didn't get five. Yeah. Oh. Yes. 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 Because yes. oh. yes. they only yes. have four Stanley Cups, so they had to. You see this face? It's going yeah. right on the Instagram, baby. That's, like, that's, like that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Give me that hat trick. I had one of those, like, when you read the question, when you're doing a test, but then you don't read it all the way through. Oh, I had to <laughs> read. I just didn't finish reading the question. That's what I'm well, talking Another week where Russo does not get the hat trick. I won last week. I'm okay And Mr. That. Barnes got it. <laughs> Mr. Barnes is getting his big stupid face. That's goddamn right he is. And that concludes hat trick. I'm kind of rooting for Sierra. I wanted her to win. I know. I wanted her to win. You can that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hat trick trivia. Thank I'm, you. I'm glad we Perfect. Should. That was awesome. Okay, uh, should we do? A, well, we have a couple stories. We'll tell real, real quick at the end before we wrap it up here. 
Okay, I'll give you guys a vote. Barnes, Barnes could go with his story. I'll give think? you guys a vote. Do you guys want to hear my <laughs> junior hockey story okay. from the Skipjacks, or do you want to hear my priest story from Costco? Priest story from Costco. Costco. I want to hear ha- that one. Han, what do you think? Yeah, whatever. Okay, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> great. Right. Wow, that's He's very, very enthusiastic. Uh, Sierra already knows the story. but Do you want me to go first, and then we can end off with yours? Yeah, but I mean, yours might be better. Who knows? I don't think so. Uh, if there's a priest at Costco, I don't think anything's beating that. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? No, you go first. You want right. to go first? I'll let you okay. go first. Okay. I wasn't here, but this has to do with my mom and my dad. They go to Costco every weekend to go shopping for food. And they walk in. They're, they're in the checkout line. And you know how Costco has a big food section that you can order and eat? Yeah, Dave Portnoy did a pizza review. Yeah, they got pizza. They got muffins. Shout out Dave Portnoy. Hot I know you dogs. Kids show. And they have that chicken roll, whatever. Okay. She goes and she recognizes a priest that's from our chapel mm-hmm. that we used to go to a lot. Um, his, uh, what was his name? We'll, we'll call him Father Dave. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I, I don't know. We'll call him Father Dave to keep things. Shout private. out Father Dave. <laughs> I don't think his name is Father Dave, but we'll call him Father Dave. Okay. Shout out to all the fathers now, out there. Happy back- Father's Day coming up, by the way. <laughs> A little back history on this whole thing. He's this is Roman Catholic, and on Fridays, this is during Lent and Easter. On Fridays, you're not supposed to eat meat. Don't tell me he he was getting meat. Hold on. Okay, I don't want to spoil. Okay, it, but... he's a Roman Catholic priest that preaches. You're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays wow. during Lent. From I don't dead. remember. Oh, from Ash Wednesday, which is what is that February? I don't know. I don't know. Some I around there, I'm all the way to today. Easter. That's it's forty days. Mm-hmm. Okay, no meat on Fridays. She sees my mom sees Father Dave eating a Costco hot dog. No, on a Friday afternoon. No, no, like 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 that. Like just like on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish this was a video podcast. Oh my god. Um, great. Uh, Why do you have the picture? For all the listeners out there, it's it's fun shoving a hot dog right down his throat. <laughs> that just doesn't it's seem like very holy. Nine inches. <laughs> you oh the, my god! You got the, the, the twelve foot weenie. <laughs> all right. The advanced yeah, so sees Father Dave eating a hot dog on Friday. My mom is kind of religious. She follows the the Catholic rule: don't eat meat on Fridays. She was devastated. Yeah, she was devastated. Did a she say cat- anything to him? No, she was she she wanted to, but like, she was like like she uh, was too like lost for words. Yeah. yeah, and then she calls my uh she calls my grandpa and Trumpa Vinny, mm-hmm. and my grandma and says, "I cannot believe what I just saw. I saw Father Dave eating a hot dog on Friday at Costco," and my grandma's like, "Well, I, he might be a certain age and this and that." And my mom's like, "No, no, he's a priest. He's to follow that rule. If he's gonna preach it on mass, he's gonna follow that rule." Freaking out! I wonder if there's some rule that goes against it because I, I can't foresee a priest doing that like willingly. I feel like that. He, okay, that's I'll give even him more the of a doubt that maybe he forgot that it was Friday. Forgot. Forgot. Gotta, I do that. I forget just, all the time. I but she's just all like, no, 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 no. He's, he's a, a priest. priest though. He's yeah. a priest. But I kind of agree. Like he's yeah, a no. priest. Like how do you forget that? That's like kind of like your whole right? thing. I, and and then maybe that's like us being hockey players and forgetting how to skate. If you're like sixty something or or like if you're a certain age, you can you're you're exempt from it. You're exempt. Is that but a rule? he's a priest. Yeah. You know I don't know. That's I mean? interesting. If any of you listeners know anything about this, let us know because I didn't know that. Yeah. 
It's so, really interesting. Yeah. That's that's my mom's story, but also my story. So I have a story. I have a some might say a pretty funny story. It's very funny. So I've told this to a lot of people, and so is my dad. This involves my father. So my father has a landscaping business. And he's been doing it for a long time. And in all of his years doing this landscaping business, he has people that work for him. He has never seen this happen. He was working one day. I was working with him. Uh, it's what I do during the summer. It's my job. Um, and we were working at a different location. And his workers that work for him were working at a other said location. And they were trimming. They were uh, mowing a lawn in the backyard. And one of his workers put a lawn mowing machine that you stand on through a fence over a bush and into a pool. <laughs> and this isn't even the funniest part. This was on a Tuesday afternoon, I believe. In the middle of the day, it was extremely quiet. The whole there was no because there was no kids. Everyone was at school. There were people in the house and all you hear is boom the lawnmower going through the fence over the bush into the pool and that and the next thing you see they come outside you see all the all the workers gather around the pool poking at it with sticks and trying to like pick it up with their hands like getting in the pool and then once like one of them wound up jumping into the pool like off the diving board into the pool oh my God. this lawnmower and they were like uh, they were just, there's so many videos it's so funny you see one of them looking at them they're speaking spanish i'm not really good at speaking spanish i didn't know what they were saying but it was just so funny watching him trying to get this big machine out of the pool and it was just so funny and so, they had they had just replaced the liner oh my god and dude, they my, had to re-replace okay. the liner my mom and my family replaced our liner a few years ago holy fuck i could imagine the rage my mom would have had if that happened to her and now imagine if you're my dad, he is the business owner. And how did that happen? In 30 did, years, he said he out? had never seen any of that happen. What did, what did you guys do? So what had happened was he was, I guess, the, one of the workers was adjusting something. There's a way you could put the thing in park. And one of the parking mechanisms was broken. So he slipped and the thing just kept going. And it went <laughs> through the fence and into the pool. But uh, you guys have to pay for all the damages and stuff? Um, I don't know the incidentals, but, um, yeah, that's all the stories I have on. Do you have any stories? I have no stories. No. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for being a part of this. Thank you for Sierra for joining us. Thank you, Sierra. Thank you, thank you Sierra. Thank you guys. At the end of that, all I have to say is come support us at Superior Ice Rink. Uh, we can send our schedule out. It's, you can follow the, the Nut Chuckers on Instagram. They give you all the latest updates on that uh definitely come every game is going to be something new uh very exciting uh keep uh listening for future episodes we're gonna have a few more guests hopefully in the near future that are pretty, so pretty uh, legit guests pretty interesting guests so we're not gonna give any that. names but we have some really cool stuff coming up very so interesting stuff coming up live changes so yeah keep listening uh john will be returning he's not gone for good just one night yep um, yeah, that's all I got. Han, do you have anything to add? Chuck those knucks. Chuck those knucks. Thank you for